I'm Brett Chang. And I am Jay Rosenthal, and this is your Peak Daily for Monday, December 5th, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance, and tech, all in less than seven minutes. Okay, so Peak Pals, for your fact of the day, there are eight products, which include gasoline, groceries, and insurance that saw outsized profits in 2022, which contributed to inflation per the center of work. We've talked about this before, that there are these grocery products, like groceries in particular, that have been hugely profitable for chains like Loblaws. But Jay, what's been hitting your wallet the hardest lately? It has to be groceries. Like what used to cost 120 bucks is now like 200 something. Like it's 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 noticeable. It makes you think when you're buying product, like it, the impacts are real. I also think there's a delta now, a greater delta between the discount stores and the normal grocery stores where I, I love Clementines. It's an addiction of mine, I'll admit it, but I, I will get the Clementines at Loblaws and it costs me like eight bucks. Then if I go to No Frills, it's like five bucks. It's like a huge difference and it shouldn't be that big. I got some news for you, Brett. It's the same Clementines at those two places. I know, but then you got to, you know, the Lala is right beside me and then I have to <laughs> carry it all the way to No Frills. At that point, you know what, it, it probably does just add up. <laughs> That's probably true. Brett, aside from the price of Clementines during inflation, what do we have for PayPal's today? For our first story, new AI tech is here and it's free to use. For our second story, she acknowledged protests. And for our last story, VW is looking to make batteries right here in Canada. For our first story, today in the tech we wish was around when we were in school file, a new bot that can write poetry, explain scientific concepts, write code, and much, much more. But it feels like AI is already here. Who's behind this new tech? It's crazy, Jay. I've been playing around with this all weekend. It's really cool, and I, I encourage people to try it out. It's free. And so OpenAI, the lab behind the AI-powered DAL-E image generator, launched its new AI chatbot, ChatGPT, to the public as part of its beta test. It's been touted as a level up from previous chatbots since it's so easy to use, but generates complex responses and even gets philosophical sometimes. And here's why it matters. The potential use cases for ChatGPT go beyond asking it to imitate your favorite podcasters and could touch everything from forging academic essays, writing journalistic articles, drafting legal documents, and even coding. It's so good at answering questions that a Microsoft engineer says it's less than three years away from handling queries better than search engines. Yes, but as of right now, the bot doesn't hold information past 2021 and has a nasty habit of generating incorrect or even completely made up information sometimes. I have a bad habit of that too, Brett. And while there are safeguards to prevent inappropriate, illegal, or unsafe content, people have found ways to get around them, like asking it to write a poem about how to hotwire a car. Now, next, OpenAI plans to allow companies and developers to create products featuring ChatGPT by early next year. Then we'll see what this robot can really do. For our second story, for the first time, China's president, Xi Jinping, has publicly acknowledged the protests that have erupted across the country in response to the government's strict anti-COVID measures. Now, Jay, does this make us any closer to the end of COVID zero in China? I mean, maybe. The demonstrations have snowballed from a response to a snap lockdown in Shenzhen in September to cities like Beijing, Shanghai, Guangzhou, and Wuhan, and in some cases have taken on anti-government sentiment. You know what, Jay, I, I appreciate you trying, Guangzhou. It's been called the country's most significant display of civil unrest since the infamous Tiananmen Square protests in 1989. Now, after meeting with Xi, EU officials believe it's keen to loosening COVID restrictions and shift focus to mass vaccinations instead of lockdowns. China's vice premier also suggested the country was entering a new stage. 
Now, some areas recently rolled back mass PCR testing and others no longer require a negative test to enter public places like offices and malls. And here's why it matters, Brett. This would mark a massive U-turn for China after adamant adherence to its COVID policies, which have been among the strictest in the world at the expense of crippling their economy. Now, it would also be a welcome change for the global economy as lockdowns and turmoil in the so-called quote-unquote world's factory have disrupted supply chains. For our third story, Volkswagen is setting its sights on Canada for a new EV battery factory after recently signed an agreement effectively adding the country to a short list of potential locations for its North American expansion. Reminds me of Amazon HQ2. Remember the fuss around that? That was yeah. the good old days. Jay, interest in Canada as an EV battery production destination is rising thanks to access to critical minerals and relatively cheap energy. Canada is the only country in the Western Hemisphere with its critical minerals needed to make the lithium-ion batteries that are used in EVs. It's also expected to become the third most important player in the battery supply chain in 2025. Next, Volkswagen will explore the potential sites to assess characteristics, infrastructure, energy availability, and financial conditions. Ontario and Quebec have relatively clean and affordable electricity grids, making both provinces viable locations for the site, per Bloomberg. Let's zoom out a bit, Brett. The relationship between China and Western governments has companies up and down the EV supply chain eyeing Canada as an alternative source of critical minerals and other inputs needed for their products. The town of, this is, see, this is, this is my tough one, Bécancourt, Quebec, has drawn interest from over a dozen EV businesses and automakers, including Ford, thanks to its proximity to mining sites and access to cheap electricity. Earlier this year, LG and Stellantis committed $5 billion to build a battery factory in Windsor, the largest investment of the space to date in Canada. Yes, but Canada still has a long way to go to become an EV supply chain champ. We are still a net importer of many critical minerals, despite them being readily available at home, and investments made today will take years to bear fruit. Peak Pals, thanks for making us the most listened to business news podcast in Canada. If you've got a second line, follow this podcast on your app of choice. And when you're there, leave us a review. That'd be great. And if you yeah. want more Peak, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com. And as always, thanks to Dale Richardson and 306 Media Productions for putting together this episode. Thank you, Dale. Thank you, Brett. Have a great week. You too, Jay.